Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Kirstie Alley, Taylor Swift, Ice Cube, Anne Heche, Bob McGrath, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking a question. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at Chic and STEM. A message from the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Giver. Every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertainment1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. That's T J O N E S. G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a very mild 57 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how has everyone been? How's your week been so far? Uh, Hopefully you had a great day. Uh, This week on That's Entertainment, we're going to be talking about the sudden death of actress Kirstie Alley. You know her for such roles like in TV shows like Cheers and Drop Dead Gorgeous and Look Who's Talking. Well, apparently she had died of cancer. At first, uh, her representative said they didn't say what type of cancer it was, but we found out it was colon cancer, and she just recently discovered this uh, illness. She really uh, got a recent diagnosis. So we're going to be talking about and remembering actress Kirstie Alley. Also, Taylor Swift fans are taking Ticketmaster to court for price fixing and fraud. I'll tell you more about it. And Ice Cube is looking to regain control of his Friday movie franchise. I'll tell you what his hopes are in trying to revive the popular film series. And uh, actress Anne Heche had uh, we found out uh, the autopsy report had came back, and we found out what actually um, caused her to crash her car in her Los Angeles uh, and into a Los Angeles home. We'll tell you more about it. And we're remembering Sesame Street actor Bob McGrath. You know him 
he he was the very first original cast member of the uh, series, the children's show, and we're going to remember this legend and some of the songs he used to sing on the series. And that's just the beginning. So without further ado, let's get started. So uh, also, um, we're also going to be talking about Lil Wayne. This just came in. Apparently, um, he's responded to a lawsuit filed by his former assistant, and uh, Rihanna and Beyonce have made four latest most powerful women uh, list, uh, and we'll tell you who else made that list. So let's get started. Um, actress Kirstie Alley, known for her roles in Cheers and Drop Dead Gorgeous and Look Who's Talking, along with some controversial opinions, died of colon cancer on Monday. She was 71. Her rep made the confirmation to people after Alley's family didn't specify what type of cancer she had. Family members said in a death announcement Monday night that the illness was only recently discovered. Now, Allie leaped to fame when she starred in Cheers from 1987 to 1993, playing Rebecca Howe after original star Shelley Long left the show. In 1991, Allie earned a Golden Globe for Best Actress and an original uh, and an Emmy, actually, for Outstanding Lead Actress, then gathered a set second Emmy in 1994 for her role as Sally Goodson in David's Mother. From 1997 to 2000, she starred in her own sitcom, Veronica's Closet. Her career got a boost from 1989's Look Who's Talking, which she portrayed. Uh, she played the mother of a baby whose thoughts were narrated by Bruce Willis. She also appeared in the 1990s sequel, Look Who's Talking 2. Now, Ali got jeered for supporting former President Donald Trump and his handling of the coronavirus crisis in 2020. She also had a falling out with former best friend Leah Remini over their different, over their differing, different stance on Scientology, declaring that the King of Queens star was her enemy. She often praised the controversial religion for helping her break her addiction to drugs. In 2012, she told Entertainment Tonight that cocaine nearly killed her when she was young. And more uh, more recently, uh, Ali slammed attempts by the Oscars to be more inclusive of diversity as a disgrace to artists. Now, tributes immediately poured in, including from Look Who's Talking co-star and close friend John Travolta. He called their friendship, quote, one of the most special relationships he ever had. Uh, It turned in numerous other movies and television shows over the years, including her film debut in uh, 1982's Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. She was the main event on A&E's uh, Kirstie Alley's Big Life in 2010, which chronicled her 100-pound weight loss and fitness journey as a single mother. So we're definitely going to, uh, uh, our condolences go out to her family. She's definitely going to be missed for her very funny, very uh, brass, a very opinionated character, and uh, she's definitely going to be missed. I, uh, Taylor Swift fans are taking Ticketmaster to court for price fixing and fraud. A number of her fans are now suing the company following the ticket buying debacle for Swift North American Eras Tour, which saw Ticketmaster cancel the general sale due to high demand and insufficient t- uh, ticket inventory. The company is being sued for fraud, price fixing, and antitrust violation, as well as intentional deception after scalpers scooped up a large number of tickets, and and this is all according to TMZ. Those lawsuits also claim that because Ticketmaster is involved in both the primary ticket sale market as well as the secondary market, they were eager to allow scalpers into the pre-sale event. Meanwhile, Ticketmaster previously issued an apology to Taylor and her fans following the pre-sale debacle. The ticket sales and distribution company was slammed after announcing the cancellation of general sale tickets. The apology came after Taylor revealed she was pissed off with how the sales had been handled. 
And Ice Cube is looking to regain control of his Friday movie franchise in hope of reviving the popular film series. The rap icon and entertainment mogul recently appeared on the Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson podcast and spoke with the boxing legend and former NBA player Matt Barnes about his desire to possibly reacquire ownership of the film, which is currently distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. When asked if he would be interested in purchasing the rights, the 53-year-old that said uh, at the suggestion, arguing that he shouldn't be required to buy back something that he created. He also shared his belief that it's in Warner Brothers' best interest financially to comply with his demands. The Los Angeles native fight to film a fourth installment in the Friday series has been ongoing. He says he's written two scripts for a film titled Last Friday, but claimed that Warner Brothers turned down the first because the timing wasn't right, while adding that the second was in development hell and has yet to be greenlit. He revealed that the first was set in a prison, but that Warner Brothers felt the plot was unfunny and wouldn't connect with fans of the franchise. He then accused the production studio of refusing his script in order to delay the movie from coming to um, fruition. Now, the first Friday film released in 1995 and was a runaway hit. It starred Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, Nia Long, Bernie Mac, Tiny Zeus Lister Jr., John Witherspoon, Regina King, Faison Love, and Anna Marie Horsford, becoming an instant classic among black audiences. Two sequels, Next Friday and Friday After Next, follow. Both were also commercially successful and introduced star talent like Mike Epps and Cat Williams to the mainstream. Uh, actress Anne Hetch has traced amounts of cocaine in her system but was not impaired when she crashed her car into a Los Angeles home, and this is according to an autopsy report released on Tuesday. Hetch, uh, who was 53, died days after the Fury August 5th accident in which she slammed her Mini Cooper into a Los Angeles house. Her autopsy detected only trace amounts of cocaine and no alcohol, and this is according to a report by the Rolling Stone. Um, and Hedge's uh, cause and manner of death was also confirmed in the autopsy. She died from smoke in the inhalation and uh, thermal injuries, and her death was ruled an accident. The autopsy also found evidence of H uh, marijuana use, but it was consistent with prior use, according to the coroner. Fentanyl found in H's system has been administrated at the hospital to treat her pain. The actress known for roles in Donnie Bratsko, Six Days, Six Nights, and other films was trapped in her car for as long as 45 minutes as the fire raged around her. She suffered burns on about 40% of her body. And before driving into the home in Mar Vista, she also crashed into a nearby apartment complex but drove away from that scene. And uh, Bob McGrath, the original Sesame Street cast member who appeared on the children's show for more than four decades, died Sunday. Uh, That's what his family had announced. The actor who portrayed the human character, Bob Johnson, was 90 years old. He died peacefully at home, surrounded by his family which read the announcement on McGrath's Facebook page. McGrath started on Sesame Street when it premiered in 1969 and appeared on more than 450 episodes before his last in 2017. He died peacefully at home, surrounded by his family, and uh, McGrath started on Sesame Street yeah, in 1969. Um, his character was one of four original humans in the educational show, primary puppet cast, along with Matt Robinson Gordon, Loretta Long Susan, and Will Lee, Mr. Cooper. Uh, McGrath, who was survived by his wife and five kids, got his master's degree from the Manhattan School of Music after attending the University of Manhattan as an undergrad. Now, most of his Sesame Street tenure coincided with long stunt on the show from 1969 to 2016. And uh, any uh, person in America who grew up on, on Sesame Street know that Bob McGrath was kind of the he had the golden voice. He he was mo- was mostly known for uh, singing uh, sing a song and uh, uh, the neighborhood song. You know, like um, 
people in your neighborhood. And I remember that song was one of my favorite as a kid because he would just, it was so catchy and it was just so fun to sing. And I remember when uh, I was a child, my mother used to get the uh, Sesame Street uh, records and people in your neighborhood and sing a song was one of my favorites. I used to sing that song all the time, around the house, backwards and forward. It was just one of my favorites. And it was because of uh, Bob McGrath and that golden voice of his that, you know, as a kid, he could do no wrong in my eyes. He had that, that touch, that, that voice. So he is definitely going to be greatly missed. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gear, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertainment 1. That's T-H-A. ATS Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Little Wayne has officially responded to a lawsuit filed by his former assistant, Andrew Williams. Having been accused of punching the plane during a private jet flight, the sucker for pain spitter insisted he merely acted in self-defense. In a new document obtained by RadarOnline.com, the 40-year-old requested the judge to throw out the entire suit. He argued that Williams didn't get injured and that he rightfully fired him for not exercising reasonable care and diligence. Now, in in the lawsuit, William also listed Young Money Entertainment and a company called Signature Flight Support as defendants. He accused them of assault, battery, inten- intentionally infliction of emotional distress, wrongful termination, and negligence. The brawl allegedly took place on June 10th when Williams booked Wayne a private plane. However, once they were aboard, the MC had an argument with the pilot. Unfortunately, when Williams wanted to stop the verbal altercation, Wayne allegedly punched his jaw. Williams further alleged that Wayne and Young Money kept mum about the incident. They reportedly contacted the former only to ask him to return a company backpack and Bluetooth speaker. Now, Williams added the claim of wrongful termination stemmed from Wayne's ignorance in the wake of the incident. The suit also accused the hip-hop star of wrongfully terminating Williams based on his race and color in violation of California law. Rihanna and Beyonce have made Forbes' latest most powerful women's list, placing them among the most impactful, wealthy, and influential women on the globe. At number 73 is Rihanna's massive business empire, Fenty Beauty and Savage Fenty. And according to publication, her ascension to billionaire status makes her worthy of the slot. Forbes note that the Beijing songstress net worth currently sits at $1.4 billion, making her the 2031st most wealthiest person in the world. Now, coming in behind Riri is Beyonce, who ranked at the 80th most powerful women on the list. The 41-year-old was reportedly worth $450 million and was included based on the success of her and Jay-Z on the Run 2 tour. Her acclaim set at 2018 Coachella and other endeavors such as her Ivy Park brand. Riri and Bay also appear on last year's Most Powerful Women list and a bit at slightly higher positions. In 2021, Rihanna was listed at number 68, five slots up from her current ranking, while Beyonce only dropped two spots from her previous placement at number 20, uh, I'm sorry, at number 78. The pair was also featured on the publication list of the nation's wealthiest self-made women, with the anti-singer coming in at number 21 and the Renaissance creator at number 61. Other noble soul names that appear on this year's Most Powerful Women Roundup include Vice President of the United States uh, Kamala Harris at number three, Billionaire Entertainment and media mogul Oprah Winfrey at number 24, and screenwriter, producer, and author Shonda Rhimes at number uh, 93. 
And Kanye West uh, Yeezy apparel brand owes the state of California some bread. According to NBC News, the fashion designer company owes California over $600,000 in unpaid taxes and received three separate tax lien notices from July of 2021, February 2022, and September 2022. According to California's government website, the state may issue a lien if a company, entity, or taxpayer fails to respond to their inquiries about tax owed, pay in full, or set a repayment plan. The debt issue adds in growing financial ruin for the disgraced entertainer and his businesses as he recently disclosed he owes more or he owes over fifty million in taxes to the IRS. And during an interview with the Tim Cast IRL podcast on Monday, November twenty eighth, Ye revealed his troubled financial situation to host Tim Poole. He detailed that his financial his his finance people actually told him he would have to pay a lot of taxes. Now, West continues saying he isn't the most financial literate person on the planet and went around to his businesses, different CFOs, to see whether or not what he was doing was tax evasion. Mm, Got to pay up, Kanye. The Harry and Meghan documentary series is right around the corner. Netflix plans to release the first three episodes on Thursday in a six-part project promising to show Prince Harry and Meghan Markle complicated story like never before. The streaming service announced on Monday. An official trailer out Monday teased the scrutiny Meghan faced, it, faced after uh, marrying into the British royal family. The docuseries arrived more than two years after Harry and Meghan, the Duke of Duchess of Sussex, stepped down from their senior royal duties and moved to Southern California. Last year, the couple detailed the challenges they faced in the United Kingdom during an explosive interview with Oprah Winfrey. And during that interview, Meghan, who is biracial, said there were concerns when the palace over how dark their first child's skin would be. Harry later said those conversations didn't involve Queen Elizabeth or Princess Diana before her death in 1997. Netflix will release episode 4 to 6 of Harry and Meghan on the 7-15. The split rollout differs from the streaming service typical model of releasing an entire series at once, though it's used a similar approach this year for the fourth season of Stranger Things. And Netflix has released the first teaser for You People, starring Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, and Jonah Hill. The film will be the featured directorial debut of Kenya Barris, the creator of ABC hit sitcom Blackish, and the recently released Intergalactic from Netflix. Variety reports that the film allows Jonah Hill as a part of a young couple and the cultural differences between their families as they attempt to move forward in their relationship. You People boast an ensemble cast including Lala Anthony, Mike Epps, Sam Jay, Elliot Gould, Lauren London, Travis Bennett, Molly Gordon, Rhea Perlman, Dion Cole, uh, Andrea Savage, Brian Greenberg, and Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Now, Kenya Barris produced and wrote the film alongside Hill and Kevin Meshner, while David Hyman, Matt Dines, Hale Rothstein, Allison Goodwin, Michelle Deschamps, Andy Berman, and Clarice Hewitt-Webster serve as the feature executive producers. You People is set to debut on January 27th on Netflix. And the life of time of Gladys Knight are slated to unfold on screen in a new series executive produced by the music icon through her Empress of Soul production company. The acclaimed songstress has partnered with Seinflix uh, Production to develop the project, which she hopes to be a reflection of her impact on the world and the landscape of entertainment. Seinflex uh, previously worked with Knight uh, fellow Motown alum Smokey Robinson on the Lifetime telemovie Miracle in Motor City and plans to format the series similarly to the Netflix original series, The Crown. A native of Atlanta, Knight is most known for her time as the lead singer of the Gladys Knight and the Pips, with whom she released her signature chart-topping hit, Midnight Train to Georgia, in 1973, earning her one of the several Grammy Awards she would win 
throughout her uh, illustrious career. A member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she has recorded more than 38 studio albums and also enjoyed a successful career in film and television. In 1976, she won a Golden Globe Award for New Star of the Year for her role in Pipe Dreams and last appeared in the 2021 film Coming to America. How about that? You know, it's great to see uh, the uh, the icons, the legends, when we want uh, to see their stories and how what they had to go through in the business, and uh, it's just refreshing to see what unfold when they were up and coming and they were the hottest uh, artists at the time. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. Um, you know, my mother was a uh, is, my mother is still a big fan of Gladys Knight. Uh, I remember she always playing her records at all the time. So it's, it should be interesting to see about the life and times of one of R&B's most classic icon artists. Right now we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Um, Coming up, we're going to be talking about um, this year's uh, list of nominees in the TV categories for this year's Critic Choice Award. And looks like ABBA Elementary is uh, uh, is really leading the list. We'll talk about that. And Barry Allen has set a date for his final chapter. The CW announced on Monday that The Flash will premiere its ninth and final season this coming February. And uh, ABC News has taken Amy Robot and TJ Holmes off the air after their alleged secret romance was exposed to public. And uh, this year's Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve is stacked with performances from old and new favorites. I'll tell you who is joining the lineup. And uh, Jenna Ortega has found herself landed in hot water. I'll tell you what the Wednesday Adam depictor, uh, what what type of uh, backlash she had faced. All those stories are more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere.
Grow Ageless, you don't have to take great hair. Grow Ageless, you don't have to take great hair. Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we got 30 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from John Legend featuring Mooney, Money Long and Honey. Right before we went to the break, I was telling you about the list of nominees uh, in the TV category for this, this year's Critic Choice Award, and Abbott Elementary is leading the list of nominees. The mockumentary sitcom, which stars the likes of Quinta Brunson, Cheryl Lee Ralph, and Janelle James, has been nominated for six awards in total, including Best Comedy Series, Best Actress in a Comedy Series, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, and Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Now, Quinta will compete with Christina Applegate, Kelly Coco, Renee Elise Goldsberry, uh, Devery Jacobs, and Jean Smart for the Best Actress in the Comedy Series Gong. Chris Perfetti and Tyler James Williams has been nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series Award alongside Brandon Scott Jones, Leslie Jordan, James Marsden, and Henry Winkler. Similarly, uh, Janelle and Cheryl have been nominated in the Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series category. Elsewhere, Better Call Sal has received five nominations in total, including Best Drama Series. Bob Odenkirk, who plays the part of Sal Goodman on the show, has been nominated for Best Actor in a Drama Series Gong, while Jean uh, Carlo Esposito, Carol Burnett, and Rhea Seahorn has also been nominated for awards. Meanwhile, Gaslit, Reservation Dogs, and The Good Fight have all been nominated for four gongs each. The winners will be announced on January 15th. When the star-studded Critic Choice Award Gala will be staged at the Fairmont Century Plaza in Los Angeles. Barry Allen has set a date for his final cha- chapter. Uh, the CW announced on Monday, December 5th, that The Flash will premiere its ninth and final season on Wednesday, February 8, 2023, officially concluding that the Arrowverse on the network. Season 9 of The Flash will pick up one week after the defeat of Reverse Flash with Barry, played by Grant Gustin, and Iris West Allen, played by uh, Candace Patton, reconnecting and growing closer than ever before. But when a deadly group of rogue descends on Central City, led by a powerful new threat, the Flash and his team must once again defy impossible odds to save the day. But as the rogues are defeated, a deadly new uh, adversary uh, rises to challenge Barry Allen's heroic uh, legacy. And in the greatest battle yet, Barry and Team Flash will be pushed to their limits in order to save Central City one last time. Part of the CW Arrowverse, the Flash debuted in the CW in October of 2014. It quickly became the network's most watched telecast of any series in its history with 6.8 million total viewers. The network announced back in August that the superhero drama will officially wrap up in shortened Season 9, which will be considered of consisting of uh, 13 episodes. ABC News has taken Amy Robot and T.J. Holmes off the air after their alleged secret romance was exposed to public. ABC News President Kim Goodwin made the decision to temporarily bench the two Good Morning America uh, anchors after their affair scandal had caused internal and external distraction. Uh, Godwin told Stafford about the Moved during an internal call on Monday, uh, December 5th, he announced saying, quote, I'm going to take Amy and TJ off the air while we figure this out. While the relationship is not a violation of the company's policy, I really have taken the last few days to think about and work through what I think is best for the ABC News organization, unquote. Now, ABC's Gio Benitez and Stephanie Ramos, they will fill in for Robach and Holmes during their absence. And on Monday, when hosting Good Morning America 3, they told viewers that Robach and Holmes had the day off. 
Robach and Holmes' relationship was revealed in November after pictures of their meeting outside the work from the past several months made their rounds on the Internet. It was then reported that the relationship is consensual and that they have separate, separated from their respective spouses in August, though they believe to have started their romance in March. Following the bombshell uh, ex- uh, exposed, uh, expose, rather, uh, Robot and Holmes returned to co-host Good Morning America 3 on Thursday, December 1st. They even joked about the affair uh, expose in the Friday episode of the show, and when Holmes jokingly said it was a great week, Robot asked, is it? Holmes added, I just want this one to keep going and going and going, just enjoying it. However, when he advised Amy to take it all in, the 2020 co-anchor replied, speak for yourself. And uh, this year's Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve show is stacked with performances from old and new favorites. Co-hosted by Ryan Seacrest and uh, Liza Kochi from Times Square, Billy Porter in New Orleans, Sierra at Disneyland, and Dee Nice in Los Angeles. Fans across the zone can expect to see the likes of Holly Bailey, uh, Armani White, and Wiz Khalifa. The Little Mermaid star will bless viewers with her sentimental tune, Cool People, and a lively cover of Janet Jackson's Together Again from the sensational Disneyland stage. Sierra will perform a medley of recent singles, Better Things and Jump. Dance hall reggae superstar Shaggy is set to perform Bombastic and Angel alongside fellow Jamaican artist Olof Blackwood. From L.A., Khalifa will showcase his standout 2022 single, Memory Lane, and fan favorite, Black and Yellow, uh, White, though, and will debut a new single, Goaded, while keeping the crowd energy high with his viral record, Billie Eilish. And Porter, fresh off his recent Hollywood Walk of Fame honor, will perform a medley of his own tunes. The Pose star uh, received his star earlier this month. Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve airs live on ABC on Saturday, December 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern. And Jenna Ortega has found herself landed in hot water. The Wednesday Adam depictor on Wednesday is facing backlash after she confessed that she filmed the dance scene on the hit Netflix series while testing positive for COVID-19. The 20-year-old actress made the confession during an interview with NME, and during the candid chat, she revealed that her infamous dance scene was filmed during her first day with COVID, so it was awful to film. Additionally, Jenna says she was given medicine between takes while waiting on the positive results of a COVID-19 test. And following the confession, social media critics were quick to criticize her decision to film the scene despite experiencing COVID symptoms. Another insisted that the star filming that dance scene while she had COVID is not impressive. Indeed, Jenna delivered a memorable dance that had become the talk of social media. The dancing has gone so viral that Google Mug by the Cramps have increased its Spotify streams by 9.5% since Wednesday debut. Uh, Pairing Jenna's Wednesday dance move with Lady Gaga's song Bloody Mary has also become a viral TikTok meme, boosting that, uh, boasting that song Spotify streamed by more than 1,800% compared to the previous month. Lady Gaga herself showed some love to Jenna, tweeting, quote, saying, Slay Wednesday, you're welcome at House of Gaga anytime, and bring Sing with you. We love paws around here, unquote. Wow. And uh, on Tuesday, uh, December 6th, Cardi B took to her social media to update her fans regarding her sophomore album, detailing the state of her mental health. The Bronx rapper explained that while she has recorded an abundance of music for her project, the only thing stopping her from dropping it is anxiety. Later in the video, uh, Cardi explained that after she amassed one million during a recent performance, she was reminded how much her fans love her. Cardi B dropped her debut album, Invasion of Privacy, on April 6, 2018 on Atlantic Records. Uh, Invasion of Privacy was nominated for many awards, including a Grammy Award for Best Rap Album, which it won, and the Billboard Music Award for Best Rap Album. Yeah. 
Yeah, I tell you, uh, anxiety can prevent a person from doing a lot of things. You know, when you're just not feeling right, it can prevent you from doing and accomplishing a lot of things. And in uh, Cardi B's case, it's no different. But fans are are really coming at her, asking her when she's going to come out with that album. Just like with Rihanna, you know, how how long it's been. the past six years, actually, when people are waiting for an album from Rihanna. But um, I hear that her uh, single from the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie is doing very well. Uh, Future has had a huge 2022 and is looking to continue the momentum in 2023. The the 39-year-old will embark on the One Big Party Tour with special guests at the start of January. The Grammy winner announced the tour via Twitter and was very enthusiastic. The six-show spectacular will begin on January 7th at the Toyota Center in Houston, and from there he heads to Spectrum Center in Charlotte on January 13th, State Farm Arena in his hometown of Atlanta on January 14th, United Center in Chicago on January 20th, and Capitol Arena in Washington, D.C. on January 22nd, and will finish up at the TD Garden in Boston on January 27th. The tour, run by AG Entertainment Touring and Mammoth, is dubbed Future and Friends, thus one can expect to see special guests at each of the six stops. With the star-studded guest list on his April 2022 album, I Never Like You, including Dre, Kanye West, Thames, Young Thug, and Gunna, plus Lil Baby and Lil Dirk appearing on the deluxe, the uh, possibilities are endless. And, of course, Future also has a slew of music titans he had previously collaborated with that could also show up. The Wait For You artist is up for four Grammy Awards at the upcoming show, namely Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, Best uh, Melodic Rap Performance, and Best Rap Album. Notably, he appeared twice in three of those four aforementioned categories, so his uh, chances of winning are even higher. uh, Tickets went on sale today, uh, Wednesday, December 7th at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. And uh, Robbie Rich's uh, career hit a new level with the success of The Box, but the journey could potentially become sour as this 24-year-old is facing a copyright lawsuit for his RIAA Diamond Certified hit. TMZ reported on Tuesday, December 6th, that the Compton rapper, the song producer, 30 Greg, and Roddy's label, uh, Atlantic Records, are being sued by soul singer Greg Perry. Perry alleged that the box used elements of his 1975 record, Come On Down, Get Your Head Out of the Clouds, without his consent. Notably, um, this lawsuit uh, was for reported three years to the day, December 6th, that Roddy Rich released his debut studio album, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, boasting the box along with records like Big Stepper, Start With Me, featuring Ghana, Tiptoe featuring A Boogie, and High Fashion featuring Mustard. Antisocial debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart and spent four non-consecutive weeks atop the charts, thereby becoming the longest-running number one debut rap album since 2003. The box also reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 single charts, beating out Justin Bieber's Yummy en route to receiving three Grammy nominations at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards and later being RIAA Diamond Certified. And the uh, the weekend has something in the works for Avatar: The Way of Water. The Canadian singer has teased fans about his involvement in the upcoming long-awaited sequel to 2009's Avatar. Making use of his social media platform on Sunday, December 4, the Blinding Light hitmaker posted a 12-second music clip featuring the blue Avatar logo, and in the caption of the post, he simply wrote, "Quote 12:16:22." December 16th is the day that James Cameron directed film is set to be released by Disney. The dramatic reveal featured the sequel logo along with a few seconds of the tune. It's a choral track filled with building battle drums that punctuate the giant blue color A that fills the frame. Now, fans were quick to flood the announcement post with positive reaction, with some speculated that the weekend-born Abel McConnell Tesfaye 
uh, pen a soundtrack for the film. Others, in the meantime, urged the star to release the track as soon as possible. Set more than a decade after the event of his of the first film, Avatar, The Way of the War of Water, begins to tell the story of Sully's family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedy they endure. The movie, which is over three hours long, will open in theaters across the nation on December 16th. James has um, per preemptively shut down critics of the runtime, saying back in May, quote, I don't want anybody whining about length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours. It's okay to get up and go pee, unquote. Yeah, a lot of people are complaining about certain movies being three hours long. Even um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever was th- is three hours long as well. So, but it goes so fast, especially if it's action packed. You really, you really don't pay attention to the length of time it is, especially if it's an action packed movie. So, let's see. Right now we have uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't you go anywhere. I feel like falling in love. I'm in
That was Beyonce and Cuffin. Right now we have 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining story of the day, RM continues to treat fans to a new music video after releasing his debut solo album, Indigo, on Tuesday, December 6th. The leader of BTS unleashed visuals for Still Life featuring Anderson Pack. The clip showed taking a trip by train, and after opening his small notebook, the train stops and he begins daydreaming. The video later shows the singer-rapper delivering his bars in an empty cabin and a white space. Still Life is another track off for Indigo to receive a music video treatment. RM previously dropped Wildflower visual on Friday, December 2nd, the same day his debut solo album arrived. According to the South Korean artist, Indigo was inspired by the world around him, record of RM Indigo from the colors of nature, human, etc., uh, documentation of his youth is the moment of independent phase. Sun bleach record faded like old jeans. The last archive of his 20s, he explained in a preview video, shared on November 22nd. And I heard the uh, I heard some like tidbits of the album. It sounds great. He has uh, Erica Badu on there. Uh, again, Anderson Pack. It's a really nice album. Really nice album. Uh, Nelly has come on the fire after clips of him singing to young girls on stage made their way online. Many slammed the singer for serenading the underage girls while twirling their hair. In the clip, Nelly asked one of the young fans, are you nervous? The crooner who was holding the girl's hand went on to tell her, I'm nervous. He then directed the girl to stand face-to-face with him and tell her to hold the glasses before grabbing strands of her hair and singing his 2004 single over and over. There was another video of Deli doing a similar stunt at a different show, and in the footage, a young white girl could be seen looking extremely uncomfortable while watching the 48-year-old entertainer singing close to her. A number of online users had since dragged Deli. Uh, someone said, Ard Nelly. One person commented, referring to the disgraced singer R. Kelly. Nelly has yet to address the backlash. However, many Instagram users came to his defense. A different user, meanwhile, uh, 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 put their um, wrote saying, quote, well, it looks innocent to me, and where is her parents? Let's start there. She didn't get on stage by herself. I'm sure if she was uncomfortable, then her parents should have has allowed her, shouldn't have allowed her to go up there. Now, if the girl was really a Nelly fan and her parents thought this would be a cool experience, that's fine, too. The hair twirling does look a little odd, but it also seemed innocent. Rumors have been circulating following the release of Sui's latest song, Don't Say Nothing. The single, which was released on November 18, just days after the late rapper's takeoff funeral, caused a bit of controversy as many said it was too soon for a song dissing her ex. Fellow Migos member Quavo, who was with Takeoff at the time of his death, dated Saweetie for two years. Now, the Bay Area rapper had addressed untrue rumors during an Instagram Live session about the song. Back in September, the Icy Girl visited Carisha Please, hosted by Young Miami of City Girls, and spoke on the expiration, the inspiration rather, behind Don't Say Nothing. Um, she said, quote, speaking to men who can't keep their relationships under wraps, last year was my first year just being single. I encountered men, we have a good time, and after that I hear them talking, telling people that we're hanging out, and that's we doing some extra stuff. It's like, boy, just shut your mouth. I'd like to have a mutual understanding. Like, we we not public, so don't say nothing. As soon as they do that, I cut them off, unquote. Don't Say Nothing appear on Saweetie's latest release, The Single Life. The news comes after the Yeti founder teased the remix of her latest LP, Tyler's single featuring SZA. The special remix was teased following the end of Lizzo's North American tour run, just as her documentary, Love Lizzo, premiered on HBO Max. The full concert special will air on the streamer on New Year's Eve. Meanwhile, breakout acts like Ice Spice, Steve Lacey, Money Long, and Glorilla grew their fan base while some are also earning their first Hot 100 placements. Grammy nomination and mainstream recognition case in point, the FNF rapper will embark on her first tour in 2023 after scoring collaboration with Cardi B, Lotto, and Gangsta Boo. 
U2 drummer Larry Mullen Jr. has decided to sit out of touring with U2 next year due to ongoing physical health issues. Explained that he requires surgery after injuring his elbow, knees, and neck, the stickman said he won't be joining them should Bono and company decide to hit the road in 2023. The Vertigo rocker are yet to announce their touring plans. At the weekend, uh, they stepped out uh, at the White House to be honored for their contribution to the arts at the Kennedy Center Honors in Washington, D.C. President Joe Biden hailed the Irish music legend for making music that unite people. Dolly Parton is now officially on TikTok. The 76-year-old country music legend has finally, finally launched her own profile on the video sharing app and posted some hilarious clips to entertain her fans. The music veteran made her debut on the social network platform on Sunday, December 4th. Her first post, which already has over 3 million views, she sent a montage of some of her biggest moments and best looks from her career to her hit song, 9 to 5. Not stopping there, Dolly took to her TikTok fun with uh, more videos, one of which saw the I Will Always Love You singer sharing a supercut of herself, giving multiple greetings with 9 to 5 played in the background. And in the caption, she penned, quote, hey, TikTok, what did I miss? Hashtag, hey, it's Dolly. Hashtag, Dolly Talk. Dolly uh, Talk looked like it's going to bring some of the best content. Her account also featured a video of her doing the viral Dolly Parton Challenge and another featuring a throwback clip, Better Late Than Never. That's what she wrote. Just in time for the holiday, Dolly's most recent video showed her having some fun in the kitchen. The new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member also used the opportunity to debut her new song titled Buried Pie. The song released with a sound on TikTok music marketing and distribution platform is available exclusively on the social platform. Errol Smith has called off a second Deuces Are Wild Las Vegas residency show due to frontman Steven Tyler's illness. And after forced to pull out of their December 2nd concert at the Dolby Live in Park MGM at the last minute as the, as the singer is unwell with a mystery illness, the band now cancels... Uh, December 5th, they had canceled uh, December 5th gig as the 74-year-old rocker requires more time to rest. The Living on the Edge hitmaker thought Stevie, uh, Steven uh, wouldn't have made a full recovery by Monday. Uh, the next day is on December 8th. Aerosmith announced earlier this year that they were canceling the first set of dates of the residency in June and July because Steven had checked himself into rehab. Stephen had been uh, open about his issue with the addiction for decades, while his Aerosmith bandmates Joe Perry, Tom Hamilton, Joey Kramer, and Brad Whitford helped the rocker pursue sobriety with an intervention in uh, 1988. In July, Stephen was released from his latest rehab stint and was reported doing amazingly well, a representative said at the time. Nick Carter found it tough to perform on stage the day after his brother Aaron Carter was found dead. The Backstreet Boys singer told Extra about coping with his younger sibling's death and how his bandmates supported him when he decided to sing at a concert in London hours after his passing. Nick was seen sobbing at the Backstreet Boys concert in November when the group paid tribute to the late singer by playing no place as photo of the sibling play on screen. Aaron was found dead in the bathtub on his uh, home, in his home in uh, California. Uh, he was 34 years old, and after years of battling drug abuse and severe mental health issues, an official cause of death has yet to be released, but the singer was reportedly found with pills and cans of compressed air near him. And former Senator Al Franken, comedian Sarah Silverman, and ex-cast member Hassan Minaj are among the stars who will guest host Comedy Central Daily Show after Trevor Noah's departure. A permanent host hasn't been named following Noah's surprise announcement in September that he's quitting the late-night show. After Noah's final episode Thursday, the show will go on hiatus before returning January 17th. Chelsea Handler, D.L. Hughley, Leslie Jones, John Leguizamo, Cal Penn, Wanda Sykes, and Marlon Wayans will also guest host the show. Several current correspondents, including Roy Wood Jr., Ronnie Ching, Denny Liddick, 
and Jordan Klepper are expected to get the chance as well. Each host will fill in for a week's worth of shows. This is according to Deadline. Noah replaced Stewart as the Daily Show host in 2015. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you have a great weekend and stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.